Your style is unorthodox, but effective. It is not the art, but the combat that you enjoy. Man, you come right out of a comic book. You are now listening to Black Comics Chat. Black 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 Comics Chat. We are live on Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. We are live on Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. Hi, this is Anthony Rutgazer. I'm the writer of The First Hero and Heroes of Homeroom C, and you are listening to Black Comics Chat. Hi, this is Regine Al Sawyer, owner, writer, creator of Lock It Down Productions and the coordinator and founder of the Women in Comics Collective International. You are now listening to Black Comics Chat. Mimi, <laughs> three, two, one. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Black Comics Chat. Uh, this is me, Anthony. That's right, I made it rhyme. Uh, AKA Latin Negro on Twitter and on Instagram. Y'all like how I did that. Um, and this is uh, a new format for us here at Black Comics Chat. But before we get into that, I want to introduce you to the rest of the hosts. Uh, we have uh, the brother from the frozen tundra, Marcus Kwame. How are you, bro? Yo, what is going on, man? I'm 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 good. I've been uh just I'm here doing my thing. Uh had a bunch of AKAs lined up and I totally forgot them. But that's all right. <laughs> you know what it's funny? When you said AKAs, I was like Alpha Kappa Alpha. But you know I'm not right, saying that. Here. Right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> not that kind of AK. I mean I, this is black comics chat, but not that not that kind of AK. <laughs> and then we also have the sister next to the frozen tundra. She now is in Rochester. And well, that's, that's frozen. That's frozen. That's frozen. <laughs> Grace, how are you? I'm good, but however, at this current moment, you know, which speaks to my name, Carmen right. Sandiego, I am currently in Dallas, Texas. Ooh. So uh, I'm in the heat of it all. But uh, so good to be uh, in, in the building, so to speak. And uh, yeah, just chat it up tonight. Nice. And then we also have... A brother from the left coast, Leo. How's I it mean, go? from is tough. From, from the left coast, <laughs> from the left coast is a, li- a little bit sus. But Hi, dog. Yeah. climber sit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in the left coast, and I feel funny because I'm like I feel like I'm right in the middle of y'all because LA finally got the fall like instantly. Like it's the day after summer. It's just like kind of gloomy and chill over here. Uh, so yeah, I'm, ch- I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling right in the middle, I'm middle chilling right now <laughs> in Los Angeles. Middle what did you black comics chat? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So at the beginning I talked about this, is like a brand new format for us. So we don't have a guest, but we're going to, but we're all guests here. We're That's all right. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to kick it. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to ask time, each other long questions. Time. Yep. Uh, we're just gonna go, um, and we don't. We're not doing live anymore. Um, that's okay. We're still fabulous. We're still dope, um, and we'll move on from here. All right. 
So what's the first thing on the topic? Well, Who wants wait, to... uh, one interjection. We yeah, we might do some live still, but yeah, we're we in are... we're we're in the kitchen about live right we're now. It's not written off. Right. This yeah, like um, <clears throat> yeah, like I I I wouldn't. I don't know. You know what? Like, do you, you know magic? We we could do Instagram live stuff from Comic Con next week. You never know. Yeah. Oh, well, that's oh, yeah. well, that's true. Well, that's true. Though, but beyond that, we we may we may we're experimenting. Yes, we're in we're in the lab. We're and, in the you lab. Know, right? I mean, I think we mentioned in the past, but we lost uh, Google Hangouts as an option. So it, it's it's definitely tech related, and we just have to figure out you know what our, our yeah. I mean, are. I mean, this is Trump's America. It is. It is. Oh. I mean, maybe not for long. Let's uh, see about that. Hope. You know what I'm saying? One, one you know what I'm saying? Thank you, Ukraine. Thank you, Ukraine. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, man. Uh, and I mean, yeah. you, one thing real quick, though, that I think those transcripts uh, revealed that um, Vladimir, the, the Ukraine, Ukrainian president, uh, has a better grasp of the English language than, uh, yes. than Trump. Bro. <laughs> That, that was one Dude. takeaway I had. Other other than the the crime and the you know all that. Dude, I mean, like, all right, let's re, let's talk, let's talk, let's put our tinfoil hats on for a second. <laughs> okay. So so Takashi six nine has been yammering <laughs> his mouth in the courtroom. Yep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all this brazy Ukrainian like shit is going on, and Giuliani forgot his fucking mm. geritol and shit. Mm. I don't know, man. I, there's a lot, a lot of, lot of plates spinning right now. A lot, lot of. It's, that that makes sense. Oh my god! So you're saying there's some there's some presidential gang affiliation possibly? I mean, yo, if Trump if Trump was anything, he's blood. Right. If he was anything, you might. I don't know if he is, but you might anger some bloods out there. Yeah, you might. might. And you, you think are, we're gonna we're gonna anger our blood content the blood contingent of the fan base? Hey, we love y'all. Listen, listen. We, we do, we do. We're all we in do. the same it's gang. Joe. We're all in the same it's gang. I'm showing, I'm showing my age, but we are all in the same gang. It's all yo. It's it, yo. It's it's really all love. But like, I mean, you know, I say in this case, this is like anything that takes him down. I say I say give it up. Yeah. If it's six nine, straight. <laughs> If it's fucking, if it's like, if it's like little Mikey, he won't need anything from like the old life cereal box. If he somehow was involved, mm. that's fine. That's all right. That's fine. That's fine. Yo, yeah, that, take it. Y'all remember just the the stories as kids of 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 where you know everyone yes. everyone had a story yes. of what they claimed, uh, you know, what fate had yeah. befallen Mikey. <laughs> yes, like, man. He like eat pop rocks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, oh, no, that was no, a big one. Yeah, yeah. No, he did. Yeah, he did pop rocks and soda, it's and so his head exploded. <laughs> it was really sad. It was very sad. It's not funny. Why are y'all laughing? It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> back in the eighties, talk about heads exploding. It makes you think of scanners, and you know that. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We needed Snopes back then. Oh, my <laughs> God. badly. How did that even work. It was called Encyclopedia Britannica. That's what it was called. Exactly, yeah. It wasn't quite as up-to-date, though. No, not even. Yeah, yeah. It's good, it's good that uh, the Mikey story was consistent, you know, across everyone's zip codes. Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's true. If there are any international listeners of Black Comics, I'd love to know if there were, like, other other little Mikey death Actually, concepts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Would they yeah, cause, like is? Huh? I said, would they even know who Mikey is? Ooh, that's a good. That's a good question. That is that's a, a good, good question. I guess Mikey, we should say. Did Mikey cross? Did Mikey cross country lines? <laughs> that's. Just... 
I, I have no idea. That... Older millennials would know, but like, yeah, once you start getting getting to be like twenty or so, you really wouldn't have context. I feel like yeah. we barely remember Mikey. I uh, know, I know. We we I don't think we do, but uh, but it's like there's like there's weird shit because stuff like crosses over, and then you got like. You know, like like the Goya girl, like the Porque, porque uh, what did she say? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is their exact Spanish line? Porque los dos, or some shit. But like, she like got translated here, and so she'd be in English here. It was like all complicated. So I wonder if like Mikey was like one of those that like, you know, went to Scandinavia and was just like, the commercial was the same, but translated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with like a with a deep male voice, <laughs> right, right. yeah, yeah, or like how like Homer Simpson has like this really famous like Spanish uh, voice actor who like voices him everywhere. Where Simpsons was an SAP. Yo, shout out to SAP on the remote. Shout out to anybody who had a remote that had the SAP button. Straight up and down. Straight up and down. That's real shit. Millennials don't know about that. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> Gen Z don't know about the SAP button. And actually, you know what? I we we should move on from this soon. But it just occurred to me that. Mikey himself, <laughs> Mikey himself wouldn't have a voiceover because he never spoke. All he did right. was eat the cereal. Uh, even better to ship him to other countries. It's perfect. Right, right. He's like the international superstar. I think he's like a dentist now or some shit. I remember reading, reading one of those like stupid clickbait articles where it's like, you know. So his head did not explode. Is that what you're telling me? All right, yo, this is, okay, we can all take our tinfoil hats off now. No, <laughs> Mikey is alive and well, according to the man, anyway. He's alive and well. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so, which I want to talk about, because we could do Mikey all day. Yep. <laughs> pause. Um... <laughs> no, we can't pause. Pause is problematic. <laughs> yeah, pause is, I, I know, okay, man. But, I'm not well-timed, but... I... <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. No, the 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 trigger was great. The trigger finger was good. It was solid. It was brolic. But I, I feel like pause, pause is kind of problematic. Sony and Marvel are back at it again. They're back in bed. Yes. They're, they're 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 swapping it. I don't think it's problematic to pause that. No, they're not. No, I, I, that, not that, no wait, wait, no, yeah, bring it back. Bring pause back for that. I, I take back everything I just said. Now, you know, I don't want to do any any homophobic pauses, but that's really you know gender fluid Sony and Marvel. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's a proof pause. Really... That's a proof pause. So, what y'all think? I think I think good, man. We get another, uh, you know. Because I mean, See, cool. I... oh, go ahead, you go. I was gonna say I, I really I really kind of knew this was gonna happen. There was no way that Sony was gonna leave money on the table. I think they were talking a lot of shit, and the, the story got out, and the story got out, and I don't think Marvel wanted the story out because, from what I was reading, it seemed like the negotiations weren't done. But some meanwhile, you know, Sony's out here getting all in their feelings, like, oh well, we can't get this, so they took it out there. And Marvel's like, all right, when y'all done, let me know. Right. When y'all yeah. done. And, you know, I was talking to Grace before I, before we started recording. I feel like um, Sony's definitely tipped their, their their hand, too, in the sense mm. that they're like, yo, we could do it. Yo, we, our people were making these good movies, too, you know? And, mm. and, like, they've shown that their idea of this fragmented uh, Spidey-verse that they want to bring together, not the Spider-verse, which we love, but yeah, just yeah. their, their live-action... We're gonna maybe do a Mor- Morbius here. We're gonna do Venom here. You know what I mean? Like, like they're. I don't know. I just feel like they don't have a universe game plan for the live action movies. 
and they're trying to run before they they crawl. So pretty much, absolutely, yeah. I agree. But I think I was a. Can we return our, our tinfoil hats now? Let's reposition yeah. our tinfoil hats. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like from the start of this shit, this was all like positioned in such a way as to get people to talk about it because I feel like the Sony Spider-Man Marvel brouhaha was one of the most social media discussed like debacles yeah. of this mm. year. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. shit and like I'm and and part of that I'm not I'm not not I don't want to be ridiculous. I'm sure a lot of that is because people love Spider-Man. But beyond that, I don't know. I felt like there was like a little too much information, a little too fast mm. because wanted people talking about this whole story and kind of announcing their Spider-Man attachment and I mean then this this story doesn't surprise me in the least is my okay. point. Yeah. Like it feels yeah. a little bit constructed. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I can too. Yeah, cuz they were damn sure united in announcing that it's back on. You know what I mean? Like they were definitely on the same page today. So, right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I mean, I'm, that doesn't mean I'm like bummed or pissy about it. I'm just I don't know. I don't know. The whole, the whole thing from the start felt a little Felt a little fugazi, you know. <laughs> fugazi? <laughs> fugazi, you know, fake diamonds. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Spurious. Spurious. I like that. Okay. Is, is, that, is that a dated reference at this point, too? Calling something fugazi? It probably is, but like, you know. I, I feel like New, New York motherfuckers still say fugazi. Am I crazy? I feel like people still say fugazi in New York. Yeah. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they yeah. do. And you're back yeah. to the 90s chat. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's always '90s chat. Black <laughs> comics chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing. Uh, one thing that occurred to me um, about that is, I just feel like I have a suspicion because I believe that the announcement um, was that there's they're going to be on for at least two more films, um, which I'm assuming are you know, and Tom Holland has two films left. So I think it's quite possible that Sony might be thinking that they'll pull a jack move after Tom Holland's run his course, you know, um, because if you think about it, the transitioning with the same Spider-Man, like from who had been so deeply embedded in the MCU and then just being like, no, no, he's over here right now. We're not going to mention any of these plot points that were so integral to his particular storyline like that would have been a mess to try to pull Mm. off you know what i mean so i i think that it's quite possible that they may be looking to still do what they were going to do but just do reboot it at some point this is the theory it's it's, it's my tinfoil theory but that's a good theory that's absolutely a good theory because think about it from a writing perspective like that would be it would be kind of messy to to try to. I'm not saying you couldn't do it, but it would be like, oh, let's leave all these things unanswered and all these these characters in Peter's life. Let's we're just not going to mention them. No, or they'll just do the two movies and then transition to a Prowler series starring Donald Glover. That would be cool. Right. Mm, cool. Okay. All right. It could happen. <laughs> is it did we did we talk about that in the Spider-Man uh, uh, sp- uh super secret uh Patreon cast about how you know there's no prowler stuff happening in the in the Spider-Man sequel 
Even though, like, it's well, all set up in the first one. First of all, that, that was a beautiful transition. Mm-hmm. We do have a <laughs> one. Uh, secondly, no, we did not talk about that at mm-hmm. all, actually. Mm-hmm. I think we have just on the show touched on um, when when Homecoming come, came out, we touched on the fact that it obviously opens the option down the line for Miles and Prowler stories. But um, yeah, we didn't really get into it. Yeah, far from home. Is that something you want to get into now? <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. I I feel like there's been too high a percentage of tinfoil hat discussion on this episode. <laughs> Let's go. Already. Man. We like just started. We like just started, and we're already like in the weeds. I mean, it, if anything, then the 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 title of this episode could be tinfoil. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, we could just roll with that. Uh, okay. But yeah, you know. it's very very Pepe Silva type shit. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. <laughs> Well, you know, at the at the very least, I, I'm I'm excited because I will tell you that um, when the when the no, news broke out, even though I kind of didn't believe them, it it felt like a like a, a slight gut punch. Like, all right, so I, we invested all this time, and now you're going to tell me that you know the next Spider-Man movie is going to be bullshit because it would be. Um, I think that you know, I, I, understanding the whole monopolistic thing of Disney, it restored my faith in the whole movie thing with Marvel. Um, that. I can still be entertained, <laughs> at least for now. Right. Mm-hmm. A couple mm-hmm. of years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, actually, um, while we're on the subject of, of Disney Monopoly, <clears throat> one good thing, uh, actually two things that I've been really excited about is with the... I'm, I'm not excited about having to shell out uh, money for another streaming service, but if I had to, I'm excited that... Uh, they're gonna have both She-Hulk and uh, Miss oh, Marvel yes. live action. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, point of reference: I may not be in Harlem anymore, but for some reason, the the sirens still follow me. They follow you, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. It's you. It should. It's you. <laughs> but let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about She-Hulk. I mean, I think that's amazing, and I I don't know. Have we? Do you have any idea? Who- <laughs> Are in that role? No, they. I'm not too much has come out with it, but I do know that it's going to be live action. It's going to be directly tied into the whole where you know, because whereas uh, Shield and some of the past network shows have had a very tenuous uh, connection, if any, to the right. larger MCU, these are going to be directly folded in, um, which is cool. And that's what about man... the, what about the more important question? What's that? Is she all a black woman? <laughs> That's a good mm-hmm. question. It could mm-hmm. happen. It could, it, I mean, yeah. Yeah. it could happen. There, well, which will nicely transition after this to there's there's obviously rumors about um some diverse casting for uh, X Men, but we we can get to that. But yeah, that is a good question. A good I mean, question. we could also talk about the diverse casting of J- of James Gordon in the new Batman film. Wait, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. But wait, before we get there. Tin foil hat back on, okay. Okay, um, okay. This, this is, <laughs> I think She Hulk <laughs> absolutely could be a black woman, because I was watching uh, on my last viewing of <clears throat> the first Avengers movie. Mm. After Mark Ruffalo, after the Hulk, right, the smashes mm-hmm. Loki, mm-hmm. you know, and he walks off and says, "Puny God." Mm-hmm. Yep. Watch his mm-hmm. diddy bop when he walks away. <laughs> it is, it is distinctly. I can't, I can't. 
describe it to you, but there is something distinctly black about it. You know, and, I can't take it. And he, he's got, you know, he's got kind of kinky hair. I'm just saying. Oh that. my! But gosh. wait, but no, wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. Am I crazy? Uh, but she Hulk is she Hulk his cousin? cousin. He's his cousin. 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 So he wouldn't even have to be black because you're right. He, he wouldn't does. have to be. Yeah, right. like Mark Ruffalo could be Mark Ruffalo. It's fine. Like right. you know. But I still want in my in my mental uh, you know viewing world of this film, I'm going to choose for him to be black. Okay. See what I, my hope is maybe they'll they'll go back to the fact that he quote unquote broke Harlem and maybe something happened mm. there someone got affected you never know. There's a lot of places they could go with it. I mean, I feel like the the conversation of She-Hulk as as like as like something of a coded semi-positive representation of a black woman, if not full positive representation of a black woman, has been sort of like a fringe theory of the comic like since I was a teenager. Right. Like it was always sort of like coded in there and 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 it's sort of immersed even if it was never pointed out well except it was for like, the f- i mean we have seen her in her other form too when she was distinctly not black nebula in the comics was black though she was blue but she's black she was blue but she was black. yeah yeah but we, we're talking she hulk theory here like okay, okay, i mean I'll, like, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with you it. know like whatever issues could get like you know tossed into the fucking into the like you know uh, the han shot second bullshit universe like it's fine like that's that's whatever like you know comic dyes were different back then marcus the the, the tricolor mixing was, oh, we've, uh... we've spoken a lot about that <laughs> we've spoken about the, the, uh, the tragedy of the the gray latino characters <laughs> <laughs> wow you know you know it's, no, it's this word so i mean yeah like i i think that would be a really a good if not just outright smart move to do that and like and i mean yeah. making she making she hulk black would just like spin the internet into just a tizzy of fucking articles. Like, oh, if they're smart, they would do that. If oh, they're smart. you know what? All the angry fanboys. Like, oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh, they're included in those articles. It's the good No, articles. but that's my that's my point, though. Like, the... Uh, Shit show articles. It would be like Obi-Wan. It would be like, I heard a million angry voices <laughs> all crying out at once. And then there was nothing. Oh, my God. So funny you say Obi-Wan, because, you know, he's back. Yep, yep. Ewan right. McGregor will be playing Obi Wan uh, again in another Disney Plus show. I'm gonna, I gotta tell you, I'm really having a hard time keeping Netflix after Disney Plus comes out. Mm. As oh as- my God, the stand, the stand is strong. Okay. Yeah. The stand is so strong. Okay. I'm just letting. Oh you- man. Oh man. I mean, it, it's. I, all I'm this saying is that it- Netflix is has been disappointing in the amount of things that they are either dropping or not dropping in the quality. And I will say that When They See Us is probably the the, the last great thing they've done. Mm. And it was great. Right. And it was great. What, you know what? Isn't, honestly, isn't that, the, that, that Raising Dion coming out yeah, on Netflix? It is on yes, Netflix, yeah. it is. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick That's around. All right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they got some stuff. They do have some stuff, yeah. And and they had, um, they had uh, did, did we talk about um, the time travel movie? Uh, see oh, we, we mentioned it. We, we mentioned it. I know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, see you like yesterday. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See you yesterday, yeah. I, I know we I feel like we did talk about it briefly or something, yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. 
uh, see you yesterday on, oh, on Netflix. See you yesterday. Okay, it's it's definitely a good one. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's a quick it's a quick watch too. It's not a long yep. movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did talk about it because okay. now that I, I think you were although about we weren't on air, I think I, we yeah. were on air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, that yeah. So I'm saying like Netflix, you know, they they have their misses, but they definitely have some things like you just wouldn't have seen a movie like See You Yesterday if not for right Netflix. Yeah, I mean, like, like I'm kind of butthurt about Netflix because they chose not to renew Tuca and Birdie, which is one of the best mm-hmm. things I saw this year. Mm. Tuca and Birdie is fucking fantastic. Has anybody here seen Tuca and Birdie? No, no. I haven't. No. Uh, with Tiffany Haddish and Ali Wong, it's like a cartoon. It's by the it's oh, by the gal. I know what you're talking about. Yes, right. Okay. It's it's the gal who was one of the primary designers for the look of BoJack Horseman, which I do also really. I, I saw that right. very late. I saw that like at the beginning of this year, but it's great. Yeah. And it is, so, yeah. but this is like her show. Like it's just like not. It had otherwise. It's not really the BoJack people. It's like her, mm-hmm. and it's fucking phenomenal. And they, they, I think about a month and a half ago, uh, they came out and they're like, yeah, we're not renewing it. And I was aghast. I was like, this is one of the best things on your, on your service and you're disgusting for not renewing it. It is hilarious and surreal and colorful and also like profound and poignant at times. And like, I mean, the way I've described it to people is that it, it's possibly the most woman cartoon I've ever seen in my life. It is fiercely, fiercely woman and made me realize that there's not a ton of that. There mm-hmm. really, really, mm-hmm. really isn't. Like there are cartoons even that like star like female characters that are like made by men, made by teams of men. Right. And this is just an unapologetically woman show. So yeah. Duke and Birdie. I mean, I would tell everybody to watch it and then be equally just as disappointed as me at the fact that Netflix chose not to renew it. Um, well, we do live in an era where I mean, Netflix has never brought back a canceled show, though. I was gonna say we live in an era where yeah, have they have, have revived? Well, that's what I, I feel like. Nah, I feel like. Uh, or did they did, the, did they revive shows that were canceled elsewhere? They've done that, but I mean, they're still, I guess, fairly young for the con- for the idea of like you know pulling a Fox on Family Guy or something. Mm. But but like. I feel like there's something with them, which is like why I will never totally trust them. Just like I'll never totally trust any streaming service with this. They don't give us the fucking numbers. numbers. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't give us the numbers. Like the only reason we know Luke Cage banged so hard is because it crashed the it goddamn broke. server. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, but otherwise it's not like they were like this many million people like tuned in for it on day one. And so to that notion, like, you know, so when they come out with a cancellation, all you are is looking at them and you're like, yeah, but you made bright and what you greenlit a sequel, right? You greenlit a sequel. Oh, for that oh shit? my God. Like, and wow. You, yeah. shit? you know, so, so you it's right. like, you I'm know what? That. I take my points back. I forgot. Yeah. I was... You're right about that. Yeah. Oh, that costs points for sure. Oh my God. Am I crazy? I'm pretty sure they did. They greenlit it like almost immediately. They're like, it did so well. And that was one of the rare cases where they were like, I don't know, 80 million people watch this. Like, yeah, we all hate watch that shit because it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, all yeah, of us would, were watching that, that car suffer. crash. Suffer. Yeah. yeah. That was terrible. I like, can't I don't stand think that anybody... dude. <laughs> not, not Will. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, what's his face? Landis. Oh, yeah. What's that dude? Oh, he, yeah. He was Landis. in Smoking Max Aces. No, no, no. No, 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 no. That's not the um, same guy. That, no, no, no. No, he's talking yeah. about the writer. I'm talking the writer, about, I'm like, talking about Landis. Of... Oh, okay. 
Yeah, Landis is that is that uh he's who's John Landis' son, am I wrong? He yeah, oh, oh yeah, because he wouldn't yeah. have a job if his dad wasn't yeah. cause he's because he's because he's garbage trash. He is like just a shit show dude who man, I don't like I mean, do we care? Like, I mean if if you know people in pop in pop culture coverage, you have a friend who has a shitty story about Max Landis like hitting on them or being a fucking schmuck at some event. He, it's known. Everybody knows about Max Landis, except yeah. possibly for Max Landis. Bad, bad person, bad art, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's trash. Fuck his garbage. Yeah. And and anyway, all the stuff that yeah. we like. After that but... nuance take. <laughs> no, I mean that was the same though. It's it's it's, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, where, where uh, were we? Um. Uh, Netflix, uh, Tony was standing for Disney streaming service, which oh, is yeah, going to yeah, have like, yeah, we kinda took ev- a... everything that we all grew up with as children yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily a stand other than me being more disappointed in Netflix than anything else. Right. Um, yeah. and honestly, you know, there's just everybody streaming. Everybody has a streaming service now. And after a while you have to have to make that decision with your wallet. Like how much am I going to really pay if I'm not really watching it? Right. Well, I, I know. Yo, I mean, I'm sure y'all have this situation, but I'll have. There's actually stuff in my queue I want to watch, but there's just so much. And then yeah, I get on Netflix here, and here, I just yeah. kind of like scroll through the new things for half an hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, okay, oh. okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. This is a safe space. My name is Leo, and I have watched reruns on nights when I told myself I was going to watch something new yes. probably 28 days out of the last same month. Here. Same here. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I want my cozy shit, and then I'm like, I'm going to watch this. I'm t- no, this is like the new shit, and then I'm like, oh, man. Like, let's just... Uh, uh, let me just, like... Maybe I'll rewatch like, a season two episode of Arrested Development, yep, the, or, uh, like, yep. some some bullshit like i hate it but it's like it's re- it's real as hell and like it is one of those things where i i'm starting to create like a very strange personal apprehension that like you know in probably about 5 years will end up being a diagnosis in the dsm6 or whatever they're up to which is like the bizarre feeling of anxious guilt when i see a billboard for a new show and i'm like fuck when am i going to get to that when <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone, man. You're not alone. You're not, though. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's a very 20-teen problem. You know what I mean? Not, not sure. problem, but uh, yeah. No, you're right. Because back in our day, if you missed a show, you missed it. That was That's it. That's right. Yep. right. Yeah. And they were just less shows. In July in a, in a rerun. Yeah. And there, there were right. less shows, man. You had like three major networks and then and Fox, and then you had... Like, you know, some cable networks, but they weren't all putting out, like, the level of stuff that we're getting now. It's just, there's too much stuff. So, all right, so let's get cerebral about that for a moment. So, like, what? Oh, yeah, no, 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 Tinfoil had optional, had optional in this this case. So, like, yeah, like, so in the 90s, it there was something else that sort of happened, which was there was something of a dissolution of the entire concept of spoilers. Like, okay, I was out that night at a party, which means I didn't get to catch New York undercover. Mm -hmm. And if I saw you, like, later that week, 
and you were like, yo, did you see the new episode? And I said, no. You would just tell me about that new episode. <laughs> because when true. the fuck am right. I going to see that episode? Yep. Like, right, right. Po- possibly, probably never. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, what happened with that shit? And yep. that was basically it. The only thing that wasn't the case with so much more was like for H- even in the early it's days sports. of HBO because they reran everything constantly. So yeah. like if you missed Oz, like they would you'd see it again the like, next day or a couple yeah. times every day. Sure. You know. But you yeah, know, like if you got right, you, no, you yeah, had you to be you had them. to be ready to if you so if you recorded a show while you were out, you had to be ready mm-hmm. to be like, don't tell me I didn't watch it. Yet. Right. True. That, that was the, true. But but you had to get that out in uh in in the short instant that it would have taken the person to spoil you. you know? Right. Right. And like and a bunch of times you didn't record it. Right. Like you just mm-hmm. fucked up and you were like, Well, okay, okay or, what happened on news radio? Or what happened is you had you already wasted all your, your uh hours on the D V R. Oh, yeah. and you were crammed up? Well yeah, you're crammed up on the D V R and you're like, I thought I recorded it. Damn. Oh man! Because you could you couldn't assign preference to that shit. You couldn't be like, no, delete that old episode of whatever the hell, like because this one is more important. Like if you just messed up the storage idea, you were just screwed. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so disappointing. Wait, okay, so I never, I never had a TiVo, and I didn't DVR a lot. So if um if you DVR'd something past your storage capacity, did it record? as much of it as would fit or did it just not record it it would record as much as it could fit that's crushing that means that you you possibly got a fragment of it yep <laughs> speaking from experience bro oh no that's so tragic yep. that's so tragic you're like <laughs> so the, next, the next month you're just calling to say yeah i need to up my my storage and my dvr oh. Oh, you're like you're like so I so I did see the first 18 minutes of Ally McBeal, <laughs> but but you beyond know, that, yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, if you man. had a movie they love football and wanted to tape the game, you got oh. hours of goddamn football. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! Yeah. That's where that's where I would prefer the machine not recorded at all. I would don't even yeah. want the 18 minutes. Oh, no, no, no. But the best part, the best part I like is when you're recording sports. Right, but mm. like the end time of the slot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it goes cuts over. off like at the last two minutes. Oh, yeah, and then you, you just start, lose it. Yeah, and then you have to start like programming a DVR to go like thirty minutes over. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh man, you're like you're scheduling a reserve. You're yeah. literally recording trash just in case. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know, it's funny. We're talking about this. I never, and I mean, personally, just because like that, I didn't have that that box. But I know a lot of people who did. But I never thought about all the kind of snafus that could come. Oh out. God, it was terrible. Oh man, terrible. Grace, did you ever have like a you ever have a recording boxy thing? I did not. Nope. I was like you all. You know, yeah, or either doing the old-fashioned way with the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> I had that. No. I, yeah. No. I. De- yeah. I used to. I used to VHS. I've even. I mean, this is really digging back into the archives. But like, I even if I if I recall, like on like a day when I was like young and was like I don't know going to play basketball, but there was going to be something like Simpsons was going to be on or like oh, one of those yeah. weird primetime episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They happened. Go ahead. You yeah. can check, You can research. Yeah. They happened. It's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, and so like I would like just put the VCR and record everything and just go to the park. 
Yep. You know what I mean? Like I had a six hour tape that was recording yep. at like the worst quality <laughs> <laughs> and and I'd be like, all right, I'll just, then I'll come back home, like fast forward through all of it. If, yep. if I had one of those VCRs that automatically rewinded it when it was done and then, and then like find the, like one, the 30 minute chunk that I needed or whatever. So yeah, that was, that's analog as hell, but that was, that was, uh, that was okay, really, I, I have a question. There were times where you would still have Kung Fu that'd be like all day on Channel 5. Right. You know what I mean? You still want to go out and play. You just pop a tape in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sorry. question, okay. question. It, picture, uh, you know, 2019 you going back in time, right? Oh, with a, with a, an HD television and uh, <laughs> our modern technology. Do you think that you would have, that, that uh, our eyes would have even understood? Because I, when I look back at uh, even like a CRT TV, or or display or anything right now, I'm just like, what? The, what were we looking at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, we were. I don't know what we were looking at. Who knows? We were looking the at VHS a bunch of moving around. Oh, uh, and everything. Dude, I, all the movies were pen and scanned. We were just watching this stuff on TV. That was. We're seeing. You're seeing a fraction of what the director. Yep. Oh, here's a fun game. Explain pan and scan to someone in their mid twenties because this happened Actually, to me like the other day. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of. Oh, I mean, I can explain it now. But yeah, basically, this was back. This was back in the days when we had huge, terrible square boxes uh, for televisions, and um, you know, it, it didn't fit uh, regular film proportions, and they weren't letterboxing movies. So essentially, they just had this technology where they, they would just kind of. Uh, they would just move it. Yeah, they would just pick yeah. the pick the part of the screen that you were that they thought was most important for you to see. Yeah, and, and it looked terrible. It looked the movement, like the the actual panning, right. looked so weird because it was like super smooth, yep. even though the film was like you know like film. Like I remember, I remember the first time I ever noticed it was watching a VHS copy of The Professional of Luc Besson's The Professional, and I remember being like, "What the? F- what? Why is the? What? Like is this thing?" And so they, yeah, and then like we went and like we we got the letterbox copies, which just meant like the movie itself was smaller. But it was better because that didn't happen. So it was better in the end. But I actually didn't, I mean, I didn't catch on to Letterboxd till kind of embarrassingly late. So I didn't even realize Pan and Scan was happening for the most part until I thought, I I definitely noticed that the screen Oh man, can we go back to like the 90s so I can like condescend to you as your shitty nerd friend? (laughs) (laughs) I I can hear it now. Oh man. <laughs> I do. I actually, I think the first letterbox I ever got that like blew my mind was Akira. I got the Akira letterbox VHS, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So we sacrificed the okay. We sacrificed the top and bottom, but I get to see it all real nice, you know. Yeah, that, that's 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 the one that got me open. I'm pretty sure that was the first letterbox I got. Yeah. Yeah. A different time now. We are. <laughs> yeah, we went on at least four and a half tangents. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about some comics tonight, I promise. I don't even know what led us to get to that, either. I'm <laughs> like trying to think back, like, where did we, where did we shift the gears just, to get yeah, to that? We, just, we put on our tin hats and we just go. We just yeah. Go. Yeah, no rear view. Okay. Well, we started out talking about Sony and Marvel, but why don't we just transition to New York Comic Con? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's next week. Uh, and I'm ready for it. I'll be there. Uh, rumor has it that Grace will be there. Yes, gonna be a newbie. It's like so exciting. Yay! And if we're really lucky, Leah will be there. Right. Really. If we're really lucky. So I, he's gonna I, I jump like to. right. 
It'll be kind of like um, the Har- the Harlem reunion again, the Black Comics um, uh, Conference. Uh, conference, Lord. Um, you have a conference? No. <laughs> Schomburg, Schomburg Center. Right? Thank you. Thank yes. you, Marcus. Yes. The Schomburg. It'll be like a mini reunion again. That's right. That's right. That's why I first met Tony. That's, it was, <laughs> it's been a wrap ever since. It's been a wrap ever since. <laughs> so... Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of things. So for those that don't know, um, I will be on a panel on Saturday evening talking about uh, Latinx anthologies. Uh, it's going to be a bunch of people. Uh, so I am, I'm super excited about that. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that we're going to take tons of pictures that we did over, uh, like we did the last two years, that we'll post on Instagram. But we will also have a special feed on Patreon. Um, so I'm lining up some interviews. Uh, Are you physically lining them up with a truck? <laughs> See, that, you know, things do happen on purpose. Happen on purpose. That was them, like, you know, voting in the uh, the interviews. But yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be excited about it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And we, um, along with that, you know, like a lot of the material Tony gets will will be on Patreon. Um, and I definitely want to shout out the uh, the couple of people who supported us on Patreon. We're going to reach out to you because I don't want to, you know, put your, your governments out there and shout you out <laughs> without your permission. So, you know, I will we'll send you a message and ask if, if we can give you a shout out um, or if you wish to remain, remain anonymous. And give you our, our undying gratitude as well. Absolutely. That you are helping us keep the lights on. Yeah, definitely. Um, All right. So that was our New York Comic Con moment. So and look, uh, wait, let, let, wait. Let's, let's not breeze over the fact that, uh, oh, oh. you know, <laughs> that, that, that Tony of, of the blue check mark is, you know, let's, 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 let's shout out Tony for his, uh, his paneling and his, his big willying at, exactly, at New York Comic Con. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. That's big Thank stuff. You. That's major. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's been it's been uh, it's been very interesting with Puerto Rico Strong winning two awards now. Um, it's been surreal for me because um, I, I still go about my everyday life. I mean, yeah. I'm, it's not like to me, it's not a big deal, but I know what it is. You know, I know it is. Um, you put be, on one golden slipper at a time. Yeah. What exactly? Do you have, no, do you have a blue check, check AKA yet? I only put on one. No, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll think of something. I'll think of something. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, yeah, wait, so it's, it's, wait. It's, do you do you have a blue check AKA yet? <laughs> no. Should I? Yeah. What is that? Like otherwise known as not? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I only have a blue check for Twitter, which I got a while ago. Uh, which I think by luck, um, I would like to get one for Instagram. I don't really care about Facebook, but whatever. Do they even have blue checks on Facebook? I don't even know. I don't think I don't so. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're all blue checks on facebook <laughs> yeah so i'd like to move on <laughs> wait 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 i have a i have a tra- i have a transition so you're doing a panel on uh on latinx anthologies yes oh, yeah. oh it's interesting 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 so i'm actually going to be in a latinx anthology i don't know if you've ever announced this on black comedy oh, no. no you have you, not formally uh, no please tell yeah me. yeah oh, do, I, you know and what happened? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, someone ice. told them not to pull the plug. Ice, ice heard, heard Latinx on the, yeah. on, on the chat. Wow. And they, they, they As cut. we mentioned, this is Trump's America. Wow. And he does the West Coast, so... Wow, that was... Terrible. 
Let's let's hope ice didn't get to him. <laughs> so well, we, Leo is a citizen, but I think I think that they just reacted to the the, <laughs> the, the, the terminology of Latinx period. Mm-hmm. They're they're I, casting. I know a wide Leo is a citizen, but does it really matter here? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's Trump's America. <laughs> I wonder if he's still talking. <laughs> that would be funny if he was. <laughs> oh no. I should yeah. Okay, so why we wait for it for him and we'll give him his just due and his just time. Um what are we reading? I, I I'm just settling. I've in, in trying to get back into reading things and my list is long and I'm trying to find a new comic book store in Rochester. So oh, uh, I think I'm gonna have to have my ATL comic book store send the stuff that I get sent there to me in Rochester. Cause do I don't have a, uh, well, they, they make exceptions for if you can't find a comic book store, they'll do that for their customers. They're like longstanding customers. Yeah. Oh, cool. how, do- how dope are comic book stores to be able to do that? Yeah. You know, gotta love them. Gotta love them. Um, I feel like I should know that. I feel like I should know about a comic book store in Rochester since I used to live close to there. Um, I have to do some research, and I'll yes. get back to you. I know there's some in Syracuse, but you're not going to go an hour for comic books. Or maybe you will. I don't know. Um, I have to think about that. <laughs> yeah, I have to think about that. Okay, so... Um, I have been lightly reading, and I say lightly because I'm behind, on The House of X. Yep, as have I. Um, what are thoughts from you all both? This is a pretty amazing book, yeah. or series. Um, definitely a different way to look at the X-Men. And, I, and I've, been, I've been sort of lightly, you know, touching anything that Marvel writes or creates, rather, because I'm busy. Um, but I've been hearing a lot of good things from a lot of different people. Oh, um, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Wait. About it, but you know what? We're gonna take this time to give Leo back the, the microphone. You're okay. Ice didn't knock yeah. down your door. Y'all can actually hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. yeah, we hear you. No, I I think Ice is knocking down my megabits per second because everything is. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. Okay. Like. All right. So yeah, to transition off your wondrous panel that you're doing on NYCC on Saturday night. Um. Yeah, I'm uh going to be. Uh, having a comic featured in the new Manana uh, Latinx sci-fi nice. comics anthology, courtesy of nice. friend of the show and and wondrous editor and writer Joe McGill. Um, yeah, and so I, I I submitted a script. Uh, my my I turned in my script recently. I'm supposed to hear back from it at the end of the month. It's very 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 exciting. And yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Latinx anthology seem to be just the thing that all the all the kids just want these days. That is so awesome. That's what's up. And I'm hyped. Yeah, we'll have to talk about when everything is done, how is it like to work with Jomet and how that whole thing just came about. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I'm like, I'm hella excited about it. Uh, yeah. What did I miss, what did I miss while, while Ice was fucking up my airwaves? <laughs> well, what we're reading. Oh, okay. All right, awesome. Yeah, I'll slide in. Go on. Okay, well, we were just talking about the House of X. Yeah, okay. and the uh, powers of of X or powers of ten, but uh, yeah, Tony, you you give your thoughts. No, I just said it was a very it's a very interesting read. It's a different way of looking at the X Men, um, and I'm I'm digging it. I'm I'm digging it a lot. Um, and I, I just I, I'm a little behind, but I'm going to catch up probably this weekend. Um, Who is that? That's Hickman. Yes, Hickman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Got it. Marcus, you you read a little bit of it. What do you, what are your thoughts? 
Oh, I'm uh, super uh, intrigued. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I dig Hickman, and I think that uh, his what he's doing is, is is very new, but obviously really drawing off of um, X Men history. Yeah, there's there's a lot of playing with um, with time, you know, okay. and um, mm-hmm. and also there's some really interesting interesting stuff going on with Moira McTaggart, um, which. Yes. I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm behind everyone else, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything. But I, like, there's uh, in in case people haven't read it, it's like the second or third issue. Second. Um, yeah, there's some really yeah second. <coughs> there's some really interesting okay. stuff with her. Yeah, it's a very Inception-y type of storyline. Yeah, uh, which is probably why I like it a lot because I love Inception. So yeah. Yeah, and he, um, you know, Hickman really, I don't, I don't know, like, like he presents so many interesting. Uh, ideas of of where mutants are headed and um mm-hmm. with the time jumps where they have gone that like i i, I almost want the series spoiled for me just because it, is, it raises so many interesting questions that i just kind of i want to know already you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, um but yeah but and that that's that's actually a, a, a positive it might sound negative but it's just kind of like i really want to see where they're going hmm. okay Mm. And, Leo, and you said there's there's only been two issues that you guys said it's, it's been out. No, I've read the oh, first no, they're, two. Yeah, they're so they're the they're two bucks books five? are concurrent. I mean, I guess supposedly you can kind of read each of them on their own, but um, okay, you pretty much everybody's reading both because they both um, work together, and uh, they're on. I I want I want to say like maybe probably like four issues of both. Tony, does that sound right? Or yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, okay. I just need to know how much to catch up because I definitely want to dive into that before too late. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's definitely one of the few books recently that have come out where I've just been able to like shut off everything around me um, and just really focus on the writing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Who's who's drawing that book? Some really I should know the names because I I love the art. It's um. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the names are new to me. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're that they're, they're new to yeah. the game. But I I didn't recognize them. I can look. I can look it up while we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Leo. What are you What are you reading? Man. All right. So I haven't been reading a ton, although, and this is definitely going to be for the next episode of Black Comics Chat. I do have a nice digital copy of the new uh, of the the finished and collected. Uh, Toyo Harada Valiant book that Joshua Dysart did earlier this year mm. um, is being collected for release very soon. So I'm going to do like a front to back read of that and I will report back. But I did not finish the series as it was coming out. Uh, life got in the way, but it was phenomenal as much as I read from a series about one of my favorite characters in the Valiant universe. Um, so that's that's TBA. Uh, I have been playing a bunch of interesting stuff, though. I played an extremely yeah. good uh, uh, adventure game that came out to sort of limited fanfare called uh, Later Alligator, which is uh, an adventure game where you... If anybody has ever played, like, the Professor Layton games for Nintendo DS, uh, they're kind of like... It's an adventure game with a story and, like, lots of little mini games and puzzly things. And Later Alligator takes about an hour and a half to beat, and it's just, like, really delightful and fun and funny and great. Um and I think it's going to come out on other platforms. Right now, it's just on PC. So I played that recently. Um, and what else have I read? I reread 
Uh, I don't know if we ever talked about it. I mean, it's sort of like boring to just like blather on about how great Brubaker is. But um, has anybody here ever read uh, Brubaker and Phillips's uh, series, The Fade Out? I, I have, but I, I didn't finish it. Um, I'd like to, but I haven't finished it yet. Okay, Tony, have you read The Fade Out? I have not. Brubaker and Phillips. That's it's a it's a noir story that takes place in like Tinseltown, Hollywood. Uh, back in the day, and it is, and this is this is this is heavy. This statement is heavy, and I'm saying it with purpose. It is the best Brubaker Phillips book. Wow, it is their oh. best collaboration, of which they've had many, and many of them are superb. It is the best one, and I think it's partially because it's a time that like Brubaker obviously like honors and loves. Um, and on top of that, I was I was looking up some uh, some some like little tidbits about it, and I read that. Uh, they offered uh, Brubaker and Phillips uh, the option to turn it into a series, and he said no, because apparently that is something that people can say these days. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, but you can actually say, no, I like it as a comic. No, thank you, which is insane. That being said, there's probably very few writers who would be able to turn down right, right. You know, Filthy Lucre for that than Brubaker. But I, th- I think they're I think on the that- level, he's on a level where he, he could do that. Right, right. So I'm not, yeah, I'm keeping that in mind. <laughs> that, 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 that is true. Um, and, uh, and then beyond that, I just started playing a game called Mutazione, uh, which is a game starring a woman of color, which is interesting because I'm writing an article for Quirktastic about uh, indie games starring women of color. Uh, newsflash, there's not a ton. No. Nope. You know, it's, it's funny because, like, we get on this thing where we're like, what about these great characters and games and, like, you know, fucking Grace and Fallout 4 and friggin' Yeah, all right, but what about games where the only character you can play as is a black woman? Right. Or the only character you can play as is a fucking Asian woman? Like, mm. those are still surprisingly limited. There are games, like, don't give me some shit where it's like, well, I can play a black chick in a fighter game. It's like, yeah, you can play 15 people in a fighter game, so stop. Specifically games that center women of color as the main protagonist. Um, and this is one that just came out this past week. It is an adventure game uh, about a young woman who goes to an island that suffered a kind of like, I'm still not totally sure what it is, but some kind of like a nuclear fallouty like mutation thing where a bunch of people on the island uh, basically turned into like these mutated versions of themselves that aren't like hideous. They're just different. They're like an animal. They're kind of animal people or rock people or something else. And her grandfather is dying and she hasn't seen him in a very long time. So she takes a boat to the Island and like just hangs out with the inhabitants and learns about her family history. It is so far absolutely delightful. Um, and I don't know, maybe we should have the black comics chat thing tweet about it because, um, it's really good. Uh, it comes from Degut fabric, which is a, a fairly diverse cadre of developers. Um, and it's very interesting. And I am going to play some more of it so that I can comment on it further. But we should check it out. And we should look out for and demand more women of color in video games as the only character you are allowed to play. Specifically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is weirdly rare. We don't, it's weird how, like, we don't think it is. Like, I was like, oh, it'll be really easy to find, like, these games. Then I'm, like, looking through my whole library. I'm like, huh, there's... Still not a ton of these. Still a scant few. So, yeah, it's bad. So many, yeah. so many things I, I want to sort of talk about in terms of um, video games. But before before I do, the, the artist yeah. um, for the House of X uh, is Pepe Larraz. Okay. Okay. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with. Uh, I'm not familiar either. And then for the powers. 
of X, it's RB Silva. Okay. Okay. So uh, the question that I have, and I think this is more for Leo, is what I've been noticing, and as I've said it before, I do work for, for Rutgers University. And one of the things that I've noticed that Rutgers is doing now and following along with other universities is they have these esports these e teams, and they're having mm -hmm. esports arenas um, in which I guess they kind of just build a space where they provide computers and video games for people to play uh, these large games. Um, do, you know what, do you know which games offhand? Um, <laughs> I should know this, um, but there are a lot of the, uh, the games that, that we've talked about before, um, Apex Legends, uh, okay. what's the other one that's like Apex Legends? Uh, uh PUBG? Yep, PUBG, I know they also do a League of Legends, um, but there's the other one, there's this other shoot-up, shoot-up game that I hear about, um, you mean Overwatch? Overwatch, thank you. Overwatch is my, that's my game. That's why I yeah. play it almost every day. Yeah. So um, I didn't know if you've heard of this, and if so, what are your thoughts? It's very complicated. Like, uh, there was a, a tremendous article that was written, I believe uh, the writer's name is Patricia Hernandez on Kotaku that came out a couple months ago that was kind of like, uh, not an expose, but an in-depth uh, analysis at the esports community, and then including the notion that esports is a bubble that's bursting. Mm. Like, there's no fucking money in it. Like, these places are not making money. There have been... Uh, colleges that have like really, really invested a lot of money, time, effort, and manpower into creating esports teams that have then been like rebuffed by organizations just because they're like, "Ah, hey, we're going a different direction." It's like we've we've done so much work to like create this as a presence, and now you're saying like we can't be featured in, for instance, the Overwatch League. This has happened uh, in other countries a lot, and it's really disappointing. And people are theorizing that it might be that there's just not as much money in esports right now. In America, specifically in the United States, as there seems to be, because just like with any marketing and we see this like across genres and mediums, like so much of it is just horseshit. It's just, well, yeah, you want to buy into your team. It's 100 million dollars and it's fine because you guys are going to make your money back on uh, advertisements and sponsorships and whatever. But if the viewership isn't there, if the fan base isn't there, if the attention isn't there, you're just tossing money into a pit for a lot of venture capitalists. They don't care because they write off all these like lost investments uh, at the end of the year. Um, but for other people and for organizations and for businesses who seek to see crazy profits pop up, they're crushing, they're crushed and disappointed. And they're like, well, why are we going to put another hundred million dollars into this venture next year? And they don't. So it's tough to say. I think that like for colleges, there's been generally like a positive response as far as like unity behind like students taking part in this type of activity and like college pride and all this shit. Um, and people do like to like to stream it and like to watch it, but I'm very iffy about it these days. Um, because I like uh, so Blizzard, who makes Overwatch uh, and a ton of other games, Blizzard generally all they do is all their games are massive hits. There is one game that was not a massive hit, and that game is uh, Heroes of the Storm, which was Blizzard's answer to League of Legends, to Dota, to other um, what they call uh, MOBAs or multiplayer online battle arena type games. Um, Heroes of the Storm, like just like vested all this money and uh, and 
you know, promotion into colleges, creating their, their with it's hot. They call it hots. Here's the storm. It's corny, but they call it hots all these hots teams at different colleges, and then they turn their back on almost all of them, and the game plummeted. And it's like Blizzard's like biggest failure to this date. Um, the game still exists. It's not like they like turned off the servers, but there were a lot of colleges that were like really training to be like really good Heroes of the Storm players, and they don't have that attention anymore, and so they they've ditched most of them. So. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it. I'm nervous about hearing about it. Um, I mean, video games and people watching video games play competitively is not going to die. But like I, I after that article came out and after like a lot of that sentiment was spread and after a lot of like the sort of mystery about like how many people are actually watching this, how much money is this is esports actually making? Um, I've I've been like carefully cautious with hearing about like n- the expenditure, the expenditure of new money into this, uh, into this idea. I'm a little nervous about it. Um, follow up. I've, I've already mentioned on the show how I lost my V card to a girl from Rutgers. Is that relevant? Uh, you did. Relevant? You actually have mentioned right. that. I want to talk about a segue. Hi. <laughs> but can I, can I actually go back to this before we segue to that? I just want to add something to this before. I hope it's not to the second that. point. We're not, not going to segue. Go ahead. <laughs> no. So it's, interesting that you bring up this like esports and so forth so there's this tv show that i watch called ballers mm. with um mm-hmm. yep. and so with- one of the football players is like he's like trying to like navigate between do i go back to the league or do i go to this thing that i, I really really love which is video games and esports and all that and so in this last episode he's actually talking about creating a team his his friend best friend slash manager slash angel whatever is talking about, you know, creating a team. And he's like, you know, the guy probably, he's like, well, if you sign your contract for football, because they basically need money, you know, to put these teams together. So um, I just found that really interesting how, like, this is becoming a big thing. And obviously this is something true because most of the stuff that's on Ballers has either happened or is probably going to happen. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like there are, like, NFL athletes who are, or just Mm -hmm. athletes in general, pro athletes, who are like getting even into esports, and like I wonder how that will kind of like steer the game, or if it will at the game, or, or just the idea of esports and how that will like navigate it in what direction, or if not, you know, for have kind of impact. So, just well, a thought if, that came, yeah. If maybe, hopefully, they're injecting new money into the 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 entire system. It right. might be interesting to see how that goes. Um, all this, is, if you haven't watched. Um, Patriot Patriot Act Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. I really think that uh, watching the episode, I think it's uh, episode one from season four, about um, the dark side of the video games. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, if you're not watching Patriot Patriot Act, uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's probably I know I, I was shitting on Netflix before, but this this show is legit. Yeah. Uh, um, it really they keep goes, bringing you back, Tony. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> But this is one of the these episodes that really talks about the video game industry and the and obviously the dark side of it, you know, and how they treat women in particular, mm-hmm. uh, how they treat uh, gamers and programmers. So I, w- I would suggest watching that. Oh, that's awesome. Um, they're not awesome that they treat them that way, but awesome that that's a suggestion to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, to Grace, to what you said specifically, I do have like a interesting related point to that. Um, I have heard, I don't follow sports, but I have friends who follow sports. And I was talking to one of my friends about, uh, about the whole, like, 
players uh, getting into esports because this is you're right. This is a thing that is sort of happening. However, there's a dark side to that, mm-hmm. and that a lot of a, a lot of players are getting shackled mm. by the coaches and the owners of the team right. because they do not want them to like, they don't want, you know, like these, well, like how much of an idiot am I that I, I can't even, can someone pull a famous football player for me? Just give me a famous football player. Just Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. So like if he wants to go and like start a Twitch account, and then get people to like tip him on Twitch and like support his gaming ventures, mm-hmm. they'll blockade that. Mm-hmm. For a number of potential reasons, they're not very like explicit on why, but maybe because I don't know. Maybe Dak Prescott will be drinking a drink that is not currently sponsoring the team on his stream. They don't want to monitor that. They don't want to have somebody hired to like watch his stream all the time and make sure that I don't know he's not saying anything like offensive or. Uh, against the general fan base of that particular team or that would piss off a shareholder. And so they've been blocking a lot of them from... A bunch of them do want to get into esports and they've been kind of like, well, it's this or that. Which is and, fucked and that's up. Kinda what, and that's kind of what the show alludes to. Oh, they get into that? Really? Yeah, so like his, uh-huh. his, like I said, his manager is like, dude, that's why he kind of basically tells him like, I'm willing to support you on this, but you need to sign your contract. So that, you know, like I said, part of it has to do with because you need money, you know, and but two, but there's that. And, you know, like I said, this whole idea of like, I don't want to lose you in the league because, you know, the football player is like leaning more towards like, I don't really care about playing football anymore. Mm, And, you know, he's like, I want to play sports. I want to play video games. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what I want to do. And so there's this risk of you got this great, which in his case, he's a defensive player. You got this great defensive player. Who's like, I'd rather play video games. I don't really want to do football anymore. So I think that goes to the point of like, we also don't want to lose these players, these great players to this, you know? So it's like trying to find that balance. It's so interesting when you think about the effects of CTE and how a lot of these players now are really beginning to understand what life might be like after playing physical sport. And it's like, yo, if I can use my mind and play video games because honestly it's hand-eye coordination and, yep. and brain synapses functions um and not being able to to be able to do that and not and know that i can still have a life after football i mean that's a big deal right Absolutely. you can see because, that happening yeah because what is your option otherwise just being right. on like local used car commercials on tv and being like hello yep. i am football player uh you should go to johnny vance's auto uh used car uh things it's a home run. I just mix sports references. I know. You did. It's you fun. did, but that's okay. I think also, importantly, <laughs> you know, with the effects of CTE, at least if you get out of the sport early, you know, you you may be not only just saving your life, but obviously, you know, there, was a, there has been connections between CTE and murders of different people. It's terrible. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Aaron, mm-hmm. It's, it's all crazy shit. Yeah, no, like I, I, I thought the same thing. Like when I, I started hearing about this being a motion because a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, people in sports were getting into video games. It's like, man, that's like that is a. I mean, regardless of what you think about video games, it's a probably healthier transition. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd rather play yourself on Madden than actually be in this actual sport. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. All very interesting. Okay. So, uh, are we watching anything new? I know that the new seasons of everything is starting. 
Yeah. We, if any, if anybody has Shutter, everybody needs to watch Tigers Are Not Afraid, the Isa Lopez movie that's on Shutter. Right have you heard of it? I don't. I think you told me about it, but I don't. I don't have Shutter, unfortunately. It's phenomenal. Like Guillermo del Toro, who's been a champion of Isa Lopez through a lot of her career, um, is 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 all about this. Stephen King is also a big supporter of this film. It's a kind of uh, it's a it's a Mexican film uh-huh. uh, in Spanish. Uh, involving you know like like narcos and and a bunch of little kids like surviving and it's beautiful and touching and 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 just really 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 good and i i i unfortunately i'm ignorant of isa lopez she's done a few movies that i haven't seen any of except for this one but i'm gonna uh i'm gonna pursue more and if you're in a specific city you might actually even be able to see it on the big screen because it is airing in, in a few in a few screens i think the movie hit um hit what do you what do you call it uh uh, film festivals in 2017, but it sort of like came out this year, really. Uh, yeah, Tigers Are Not Afraid, also known as Weldon. Uh, or, cool. uh, yeah, yeah, check that out. Uh, what, who else? Well, it's not a, it's not a comic movie, but, um, it's someone who used to be in a comic show, um, just Ooh. supporting her, uh, Simone Mizik. Uh, Mm. And um, the new CBS series All Rise, uh, which I was like really like super impressed with. It was the pilot episode that happened on Monday. It came out again. Yeah. Uh, right, right, yeah. right. And she plays a um, you know basically um, a judge, and she's like one of the first you know uh, women of color judges in yeah. within this this area. So you know starting off really I think on a good note. So. And kudos to her for kind of like being like the central kind of character, key character in it. And then another, you know, um, her basically co uh, I, I basically they were both in the series together. Uh, what's his name? Mike Coulter in the show Evil. And um, so which is also, I believe, on CBS. Yeah. And so uh, they also came out this week. So. Those are two new ones that I'm like, okay, this is, you know, so far so good as far as adding to the many TV shows that I watch. So those are two different ones that I've been supporting. It's great to see that they have jobs. Yes. That's Simone Missick without a job. Give me a break. Come on. <laughs> it's, you know, well, there's a lot of I know, no. The industry doesn't support black women as much as we want. Yeah. No, I'm being sort I'm being sort of facetious. Like it's just it would it would be painful to hear that she didn't. Like oh. yeah, she's dazzling. Yeah, she should, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but it could she could just as easily not. No, that's it's good to hear. So um I watched it part two last week. Um, oh I like it. We that. should do a spoiler I, cast on it. I haven't seen it yet. I yeah, I I recommend it. Yeah, honestly. I still have to see I, part two. It's fab. To me, it's fabulous. I know people. Did you love part one? Oh yeah, I, I, I like both parts. I think part two was probably slightly better because it was more adult. Because I think part part one was more, you know, like about the kitties and stuff. So I think the the blood wasn't as, you know, it wasn't as gory as the second one. Right. So um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, Bill Hader does an amazing job. I keep hearing this. I keep it's, hearing it's, this. It's 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 actually one of those things where it's like this could be a ba- a breakout role for him. Um, he's he's I've, Richie, right? Or is he? Um, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. And I'm so used to seeing him like being very silly and all this other stuff. This was completely different. And he was funny as shit too, but he was also very serious when he needed. He to can. Be. He's one of those dudes that can do it all. Like, did, have, did you ever have you ever watched uh you know 
uh, what is that show? Documentary Now? No, but I know he has Barry, right? Isn't he in Barry? He has Barry, which I've seen a few episodes of and I really liked. I need to watch more of it. Um, and he's, yeah, he's, so, it's that Barry is sort of a drama, but it's very, like, you know, anarchic. Um, but, but documentary now, like it, it varied, like as most episodes had a humor tinge, but some of them were like quite serious. The first episode of that is pretty much a dramatic role. Okay. He's one of those dudes that can sort of do it, do it all. He can, yeah, he can just do that. Yeah. We, I, do, we should, should we, we should record an, an it spoiler cast for the yeah. feed. I'll go, I'll Grace, go see it, yeah. Grace, were you, were you going to watch, were you going to watch it part two? I've not seen the first one. I saw the original ones, and I was <laughs> like, that uh, is, "Well, let, let, you let's, know." Yeah. But I, I could, I could try it just for you all. I, you know, I could just, you know, for y'all. That would. <laughs> I will say this. I think maybe because I'm an adult now, because I remember watching the, the when it came on ABC and it freaked me the fuck out. Mm. Um, I wasn't as scared, and maybe it's because I knew what was going to happen, but I, it wasn't. I didn't. And it view was also. It, the effects and the it's also the effects but he yeah it's i just didn't see it as a typical horror movie mm-hmm. so but then again that's just the way i look at it so um but what what i found interesting and i don't know if anybody's watched the dark tower has anybody watched the dark tower i did I have, yes mm-hmm. oh did you i i just saw it be excoriated I absolutely freaked out. <laughs> What's the word again? Excoriated. excoriated yeah like just like that's yeah that's right that's 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 whether how bad or good the movie was, I would just say right. what freaked me out was the fact that there was this point in the movie where th- one of the characters runs into a abandoned play yard or, or um, amusement park and it says Pennywise on it. Mm. That yeah. is, oh, well, Stephen King. Stephen King was doing the shared universe thing. Yes, like, long before. and that's when I had to read up on it and I found out that a lot of his movies, I'm sorry, a lot of his books are all shared. Now, there is another movie called Dr. Sleep that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, that is basically part two of The Shining, yeah. which I'm like, I've got to see this movie. That's a good but, book, too. Right. But what's interesting is that the people who have the powers in the dark, in the dark Tower mm-hmm. are said to have a power called The Shining. Right. I was <laughs> like, I'm freaking <laughs> the f- out right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's all connected. Yeah, so now now I can't watch his movies without really thinking about the shared continuity of it all. And I'm just like, this is just amazing to me. It doesn't matter if the movie's shitty or not. I'm just going to look out for this. <laughs> but, isn't, but isn't that a thing with Stephen King? Like, uh, because, like, most of his stories take place in Castle Rock. Yeah. It's like they, they're all kind of in the same shared universe, a lot right? Of the old ones, yeah. But, but even the ones that don't, like, um, like Randall They Flag. kind of have some crossover, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's one of those, you know, I was today years old when I found this out. <laughs> All right. Um, and as far as um, watching, I, you know, after looking at the Emmys, I started watching Succession. I got. I've say, heard that's so good. That I've heard that too. Yeah. Is yeah. amazing. Like. I try not to watch. I'll be honest. I try not to watch shows that have a largely white cast because I feel mm. like watching those in my like, entire. They're good. They're good. Right. But this shit is. Amazing! You've got to watch Succession. Mm. All, right. all right, the next time we all chat, I will have seen some episodes because I've been pressured to see it, and it what, sounds really good. What uh, station or network or platform is it's it on? HBO. Like, HBO. HBO. Okay. Okay. HBO. And once you start it, you're, you're gonna you're gonna just continue. It's one of those gripping, like, oh my god, I gotta see what bullshit happens now. Well, I needed some confirmation because I kept, you know, people kept telling me and I kept seeing the commercial and I'm like, so that's the confirmation I need to, to, yeah. to watch it. So, yeah. 
And, and speaking of the Emmys, it, of the vote, those that watched it, I think mm. my, my definitely tear moment was when Jarrell Jerome oh my God. won. And I was just like, yes, yes. Oh and my. his little and his little like dance, you know, mm-hmm. to the microphone. Yeah, it was that was just everything. I, my night was set after that. So apparently there were multiple fireworks going off in the Bronx. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I heard as well too. <laughs> Shout out to BX, for sure. So. Uh, so um, have we gone around about what people are watching? Oh, uh, I watched. Um, I'm I'm caught up on the the Wu Tang series on Hulu. Oh, I just started yes, it, dude. I but I am too, not. Yeah. So I have to finish it, yes. Well, I'm going to spoil it. They become a very successful hip-hop group. Damn no. it. Yo, will <laughs> you stop? Man. I, I had to do it, man. I had to do it. I'm, I DVR'd the last episode, and I only got half the episode. It was a whole fucking thing, man. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to know what happened to Method Man. Damn it. Oh, man. Nah, Yo, but, um, the guy they got to play Method Man is so good. It's he is. ridiculous. Well, it's, 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 Dave, it's Dave East who he he you know does his own music thing himself. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. uh. All right. So I've never actually seen Dave East in person, though I have heard the the lava lamp the lava lamp mixtape. I did not realize that was Dave East. Yeah, that's okay. what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he no, is way he, too good at being yeah, Method he Man. Kills it. <laughs> <laughs> he really is really really impressive. Um, I, I really love I, I've only seen the first episode. I really loved it. I am going to try to catch up on it. Is it gen- would you say it generally sticks to that level of quality? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um yeah. the episode yeah, okay. that came out this week, I'm a little annoyed just because um the, you know, they had done the, the three episodes initially on the first Wednesday, but then they went to like one episode a week, so I was really set to keep binging, but uh, you know, I gotta watch it. Like it's nineteen ninety three. I something. like I like pace television. I'm I do too. Fogey. I do too. I'm an I, old fogey. I like it. Yeah. It's just it's just that it. And you know I I'm cool with pace television, but I feel like this show lends itself to to binging. So that was the only the only mm-hmm. reason why. But um yeah yeah like the episode that just came out um there was some really creative um storytelling choices that they made um so yeah I, I okay the quality is good and it's interesting because obviously these are um people again going back to the 90s is 90s chat um these are people we're all you know familiar with and they all the with their little you know idiosyncrasies and their their voices and how they look and everything so initially you you know you see these actors who are like 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 Shamik Moore is playing Raekwon you know okay. and but the the interesting thing is though even though they don't necessarily specifically look like the person like these actors are just acting their their asses off, and they've um they've studied they sort of the, inhabit them. They yeah, inhabit they the, inhabit them. The, like mm-hmm. yeah, like I mean, obviously, like if you just asked me, like, yo, you think Shamik Moore should play Raekwon? I would have been like, nah. But like he he inhabits the character, the kid who plays Bobby, who was also in Moonlight. Um, I think he was the middle. Uh, yeah. 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 He mm-hmm. was, yeah. He, the high school. The high school one. Yeah, and like you know, you you. I mean, obviously, Riz has got a very specific voice. He doesn't sound like him, but no. He, but the cadence is there. Yeah, he's, he's got, got the cadence, and he and, yeah. and, and, and like the posture, and like yeah, he just so it's really it's it's really cool. Like they and the yeah, it's 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 a good series. I recommend it. 
it, you know, it's 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 similar as far as like with the casting, how people were like getting on uh, Chadwick Boseman when he played Thurgood Marshall, mm-hmm. but how mm-hmm. like he didn't obviously yeah, he doesn't look like, but he like definitely embodied the role and played right. the role quite well, I think, right. compared right. to many others. So yeah, yeah, and I've definitely heard actors like Chadwick Boseman talk about how you know they make a decided effort to not. Uh, do and do a uh, what do you call it like an imitation of a person you know what I mean like right mm-hmm. you know so it makes sense yep yep but, yeah. but I've been enjoying that and right. the other thing that I wanted to say, because um, I know I've mentioned in other shows about Young Justice on, on DC, uh, where they wrapped up uh, that season and I have to say as uh, the pacing of the show was a little bit disjointed, but the last four episodes, they, they brought it home. So I really believe that's an, uh, another series that uh, people should be watching. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love Young Justice. I, gotta, I, I just haven't gotten the app yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to definitely check it. Too many apps, though. Too many. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Going back to the beginning, there's just way too many streaming services. And you know, people are gonna have to start making tough choices. Because I'm gonna tell you, what's gonna really be hard for me is when that Star Trek series comes back on CBS, and then you have Picard. Oh, oh yeah, tough choices. Yeah. And then you got Mandalorian to worry about. Oh, well, that's on Disney. Right, right. that's what I'm saying. Oh, because yeah. right, because you're gonna have Disney because the stand is strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, is, it is. It is what it is. All right, are we are we wrapping? We we should wrap. Yeah, it. We, we should wrap. I it think up. we are. All right, so uh, Marcus, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Marcus Kwame on Twitter, um, at Marcus underscore Kwame on Instagram, and MarcusKwame.com for artwork and other such things. Are you still doing uh, classes up in your area? I am. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll put it all on my my website my social medias but yeah i'm doing uh i do a cartooning class in saratoga the saratoga new york area so if you're you're in that neck of the woods definitely check it out and uh you know i do conventions no other news you can tell us you still under yeah i uh it's it's hard too because i'd like to to share stuff but i can't um speak about the project i'm working on right now um but i am uh, slowly finishing the, the inks on snow days. So I know. We we patiently wait. But we that I can speak wait. of. That I can speak of. But yeah. Okay, uh, Leo. Where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me at Leonardo EFF on Twitter. You can find me doing reviews and shit on Screen Rant. You can find me as a recent writer attached to Quirktastic, uh, which is a dope site for young people of color. You can find me in Manana coming out. I think it's supposed to come out before the end of the year. Can't wait. Um, you might be able to find me at New York Comic Con. We gonna talk. We gonna talk. Uh, make Let's make it happen. That's right. And like, holler at me in LA. What's up? What's up, LA Black Comics Chat fans? Nice, nice. Do it. <laughs> Grace, where can we find you? Well. Uh, if you in Texas, you can find me here um, in Dallas. <laughs> Yo, you said you said the word Texas like you was in Texas. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you put just a little bit of mustard on it. Well, you know, my family is from the South, so you know, I just it just kind of just carries. Um, yeah, but other than that, uh, after I leave here, I'll be heading back up to the East Coast. Um, 
and to Rochester, and then shortly after that, making my way over to New York City, um, mm. where I will take part in my first New York Comic Con, which I'm super psyched about. And um, outside of that, uh, I've got some upcoming places that I will be, you know, hitting up New Orleans soon, hitting up uh, going back to the ATL and DC soon. So, you know, just to stay alert on the on the internets, uh, Love Jones 20 on Instagram and G Breezy 20 on Twitter. And yeah, that's it. Nice, nice. What about you, Tone Loke? Oh, tone oh my god, I got an AKA for your Tone Loquito. Oh <laughs> uh, you can find me at Latin Negro on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. Um, my website is anthonyotero.com. Um, you can find uh, both of my books on there and on Amazon and also the links to Puerto Rico Strong. And uh, I'm sorry, that is the Eisner-winning Puerto Rico Strong. I had to say. Yes, that. yes, does 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 set your shoulders off. Yeah, make it clear. Make it clear. Make it clear. <laughs> and I will be at at New York Comic Con all four days, so I will be there uh, doing some interviews, catching up with folks. Uh, might be doing a little bit of collab with some people, so uh, just check out for that, and uh, I'll be around. All right, y'all. This is a great show. Black comics, Black chat. comics, Black chat. comics. Chat.